Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. On the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, Barrett Salise standing by from CBSSports.com. Barrett, I apologize for our tardiness, but we had a sponsor in studio and the... Uh, People that spend money with us typically get uh, top priority. So we'll, we will not uh, keep you too long, but I appreciate you. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I understand completely. you got to make that money, right? There is no doubt. There is no doubt. I mean, Wes offered to work for free, but the rest of the guys all want to get paid. And so we got to make sure that we've got sponsors. So there's that. Attaboy. Uh, Barrett, it must be zero week because otherwise we would sure as hell wouldn't be talking about Hawaiian Vanderbilt on a football field uh, in a stadium that's not completely built and a uh, another team that obviously has more important things on its mind probably at this point. But uh, it's finally upon us, and we've got some, some games to break down and, and look at, and I don't think Vanderbilt's going to be part of the mix. But I will say this. While Clark Lee had some pretty big words at Media Days a couple of years ago, they did achieve a little higher level than I expected last year. Yeah, they did. Uh, two SEC wins uh, in the month of November. And I think for, you know, a program like Vandy, especially with a first-year coach, I mean, I'm sorry, a, a young coach in Clark Lee, um, you know, it, that's a foundation you need to build off of. And I think sometimes we forget that Clark Lee's new at this, right? He's yeah. his first head coaching job, and he was thrown into the mix uh, as an SEC head coach. That's not easy to do. And so to get a couple wins in November – that says a lot about the direction of the program. So, you know, we're not going to talk about Vanderbilt much this season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it's the fact that they're going to get a chance to show um, show what they can do uh, and show if they have improved. That's, that's a big deal in Week Zero. And I think that's, that's what makes Week Zero fun to me is that you get programs that deserve more attention actually get the attention so I don't necessarily love Notre Dame playing. I don't necessarily love USC playing. I do love the fact that we have some teams that are, you know, worthy of of some uh, of some attention. Actually, getting that attention, um, you know, more so than they normally would. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to go right to Notre Dame next because this is, <laughs> this is a team that is typically overhyped. Obviously, Coach Freeman is now settled in a little bit more than he was before. But this is a team that a program that typically it seems like is overhyped, and you can add you know, Texas and a couple of others to that list. Do you think Notre Dame deserves where they are? And do you have the kind of expectations that they seem to have for themselves this year? Yeah, I would say they're not overhyped. I think they're properly hyped. Okay. You know, because we're looking at Notre Dame, you know, generally speaking, before the season, before each season, they're, what, ranked 8th to 16th-ish, right? Right. Well, if you're winning 9 to 10 games every year, that's exactly where you should be. Sure. So I don't think that they're they're ever really – Overrated. I think that's just they're they're polarizing. Which I you know I get it. They're polarizing, but um, you know if we're expecting Notre Dame to win a national championship, no, uh, I don't think anybody's really expecting that. But are we expecting them to contend for the playoff? Yeah, maybe maybe enter November with a shot at the playoff. That's generally what Notre Dame does every single season. So um, yeah, I mean I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Sam Hartman too because. You know, he was awesome in that slow match offense, but he's no longer in that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I think the general consensus around Notre Dame is that it's a very, very good thing and that he's going to ball out this year. I'm excited to see it. and excited to see it against a, uh, a team in, in Navy that will limit Notre Dame's possession. So mm-hmm. I'll say there's a ton, a ton of pressure on him, but there'll be a little bit. I will say this, and I hadn't spent a lot of time looking at Notre Dame until just now. Their, their schedule is filthy. They are playing Ohio State yeah. at home. They're going to get USC at home, and they play at Clemson in the last regular season game of the year. Hmm. 
Yikes. They're going to be challenged. I'll tell you what, they get 10 wins this year. They deserve to be in the playoff. Yeah, right. Um, and, and look, that honestly, the, the committee might agree. And at, at that point, if that does happen, you know, I, I think they deserve the recognition and um, deserve not to be sort of viewed as that perennial over, overhyped team because, again, I mean, I, I think they're properly rated pretty yeah. much every season. Well, okay, sorry, I missed a couple games, too. Notre Dame is going to play Wake Forest, too. They're going to host Wake Forest in the next to last week of the That's season. That game. That'll be an interesting uh, matchup there with the former quarterback now calling the shots at Notre Dame and then at Stanford at the end of the year. So, um, do you expect yeah, Stanford. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you expect this move to happen with the ACC? There's a lot of smoke around SMU and, and Stanford and Cal. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah. I think the ACC, there's a clause in there that gives them – you know, sort of an escalator in terms of annual payment. And it, it sounds like if SMU, Stanford, and Cal will agree to take a reduced price, a reduced revenue tag, which I think it's clear at this point they will and they should, then I don't think it makes sense to, to stay where you are. And, you know, it, it allows Notre Dame to keep its rivalry with Stanford. You know, Cal and Stanford have to stay together anyway because of their rivalry. So, yeah, I think it happens. And, and for SMU, they have been pushing hard to get anywhere. And I think they deserve it because they're a program, like we all know them as, you know, the, the, the stuff with Eric Dickerson back in the day. That's not really what they are. You know, they're a highly endowed program with a massive fan base, a ton of support, and can, I think, be a big draw, hmm. especially if the ACC can get into Texas with them in a major, major area in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So. Yeah, I think it'll happen. I'm not sure it'll be anything more than those three. But, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth. But right now, I think because the ACC payout changes, um, then, then yeah, you're going to see both of them. Sticking in Texas, last night, the uh, I guess it was last night, the Big 12 commissioner speaking to uh, some fans <laughs> in Lubbock. Uh, there was shot and some shade at Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> what do you think? Of that? I hear you laughing. So what do you think? oddly refreshing, right? Because, yeah. you know, to hear the, the commissioner say that he wants Texas to lose, that's generally speaking not what a commissioner is supposed to say. Um, but, you know, in, in his case, I mean, he's right. He's right. Um, again, I, I don't think he should have said it because then now you can sort of surmise that the fix is in if Texas starts losing some games in shady ways. So I think that probably was not the best idea, but – um, you know, I think we all thought it, and to hear him say it is, is quite interesting. Listen, for all the times they've gotten benefits on calls, let's go ahead and hope that maybe the officials are a little biased towards the teams that are sticking around the Big 12 going forward. i got no problem with that. And obviously, as the commissioner, you don't want to see great things for them. They're picked to win the league. Oklahoma's picked second. You want somebody to upset the apple cart. You want Kansas State to Absolutely. rise to the occasion. You want Texas Tech to step up. You know, if, you know if, if, great? if your wife's going to leave Our you big... and you got an agreement where her, all her assets are protected, on the way out the door, you don't want her to win the lottery. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? I, and our Big 12 uh, predictions came out today. Would be great for the Big 12. What if one of the newcomers pushed for the conference title? Mm-hmm. Even just pushed. Which... I picked UCF okay. as yeah. fourth, I think, in the conference. All right. If one of those newcomers can contend, that would be awesome for your mark. But would you, how, do, how, how much would you bet on Iowa State? Nothing. Sorry. Oh. More than the players or less than their players? <laughs> That's the question. Softball. Too soon? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, you know, it's a it's an ongoing <laughs> saga, isn't it? 
Do you, yes, th- do you Let me ask you this. In all seriousness, do you expect this to become a storyline across college football? Because there's one thing I know about young people and a lot of old people. They're a little slow to learn. They're even idiots. From, even, yes, and from others' mistakes, <laughs> they can't learn either. Uh, I don't think this is probably the last time we're going to hear about this. Oh, I don't think so either. Um, the, the fact that you can do it so easily now, you can bet so easily, um, yeah, you're going to see people get in trouble with this. And, you know, that's not to say that they're throwing games. I mean, that's, that, that's not going to happen. The only way you throw games is if Vegas catches you, and Vegas has the most invested anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to take a game off the board like they did with the Alabama baseball game. But, um, you know, young kids trying to get in the mix, make some money, um, Sports gambling with maybe some inside information, whether it be their sport or not, yeah, you're going to see more of it for sure. What does it say about that Big 12 commissioner making those statements and how he feels right now? Because you, we thought the Big 12 conference may be dead, and they've yeah. survived, and, and they're, they're doing well. I, I think he's feeling pretty good about himself to be able to come out and say something like that. Yeah, for sure. In fact, on our show on Sunday morning, uh, Luganville and I have – called him your mark the shark because he came in and he wanted to do he wanted to change things he wanted to make sure that his conference is healthy and not just keep it in place and when texas and oklahoma decided to leave he saw an opportunity uh because he saw george playoff being sort of passive and said okay that's the opposite of what i want to do i'm going to go make sure that his conference is wrecked and that mine survives and i mean he did a great job to be honest with you i think that obviously you know, he would have rather kept Texas than Oklahoma, but he's done a great job. He's feeling good about himself. He, I think, has a very attractive league, you know, yeah. basically coast to coast. So um, I'm excited for him, and certainly he is uh, He's feeling himself, that's for sure. There yeah. are there are a handful of mismatches. He's got a couple competitive games the opening weekend. Ohio, San Diego State, again, if you're looking for mm-hmm. teams just to make interesting games. Jacksonville State with Rich Rod moving up to the FBS level, hosting UTEP in a game that's a one-point line. When you look at the mismatches, though, and Arkansas is going to be in that boat, we're not going to talk to you before they kick it off with Western Carolina, Catamounts and Hogs at War Memorial Stadium. What do you look for <laughs> from a team like Arkansas, or what do you what do you look for in a team like USC when they've got a mismatch in their opener to try to glean something that you might uh, expect to see later on in the season? Well, to me, it's more about like what units are great, what units are known, what units have you know issues or unknowns. Yep. So, um, you know, for a team like Arkansas you know, against Western Carolina, what does the defense look like? The, the worst pass defense in the nation last year. I'm not saying you got to go out there and be the, the legion of boom like the Seahawks were, but at least be competent. Um, because even a team, you know, an FCS team that can throw the ball would have to have some success against Arkansas last season. So, you know, it's just what have you fixed? Have you fixed it? How did you address it? Things like that. Right. And, you know, I think the same thing with USC, San Diego, uh, San Jose State this weekend. Do you know how to tackle? Is that something that has been taught? Because if it has been taught, you're going to see it, and that would be very, very helpful for the USC Trojans this year. Yeah, Arkansas's pass defense couldn't be worse, literally, and USC's defense generally couldn't be a whole lot worse than they were last year, I don't think. But we'll see what it looks like this year, because if they can just get a competent defense, obviously they're going to be in the mix, you would think, at the end of the season. Well, think about last yep, year. Absolutely. Liberty, Missouri State, uh, BYU. Three of Arkansas's four non-conference games, they threw it all over Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, those were some good offenses, but I mean, Arkansas Missouri State turned out to be not very good under Patricia. Uh, yeah. They weren't. They, they weren't, weren't very good last year. Well, they need to show improvement against Western Carolina. Yeah, for sure. For all sure. right, Kerwin Bell bringing his team to town. So, the former star, SEC star, trying to 
score a huge upset. Uh, Barrett, thank right. you for the time. I appreciate it. CBSSports.com. Keep up with all the info and Barrett's uh, good work. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks, and hopefully Arkansas is 1-0 because if not, uh, I'm going to take the Something rest of the year wrong. off. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you. Iowa State probably will be too. Probably. Not I'm pretty sure they're not going to win more than two or three games this year if they do that, so we'll see. Same, same. I will bet on it. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye.